0: I'm working on a Wednesday, up again the next day. I Yo, what's going on guys? Welcome back to another episode of Inside the Millennial Mindset. As usual, I'm joined by my partner and co-host, Rigo. What's up, bro? How are you?
1: yo rico what's pop- and what's popping millennials guys today it's 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 an interesting day we have a certified goat in the house to be exact Yeah, that's what
0: i'm <laughs> talking about the brow goat yeah we got the brow goat yes, yes i tapped in
2: what's up <laughs> and i
0: will say hold on before i introduce her, you guys obviously know because you read the episode name but before i introduce her i want to mention to you guys that i'm really proud of this young lady man she's not only mm-hmm. is she from oxnard she's a latina a female business owner, and a chingona, somebody that I truly think is inspiring and is definitely setting the bar higher mm-hmm. for those uh, younger generations to come. And I think it uh, it goes to show that if you focus on something, you're going to make it happen. Without further ado, I want to introduce you guys to Giselle Soto. What's up, Giselle?
2: Thank you. Thank you. Hello, guys. Um, I'm Giselle Soto. I'm doing well.
0: <laughs> Good. I'm glad to hear that. So uh, excited to have you on here and excited to get a uh, get to know you a little more on this this version of you and the reason why i say this version is because i feel like we always we're always changing right through time Thanks. we're always changing and the, the the giselle that i remember is an extremely shy girl like an extremely uh uh very different very yes. different i mean we went to high school together <laughs> yep and uh i remember how you were then and i see you now and man i I've, I've i've seen you blossom in a way that makes me extremely proud of you thank and, you and uh, happy to see where you're at but tell us like what have you been up to what's new with you
2: Man, I've been grinding, that's yeah. for sure. Um, mm-hmm. One thing is I haven't stopped. You yeah. know, right after high school, I got right to it. And I, you know, I've, I've worked every jo- odd job you can think of. Right. Um, but I was kind of tired of just, you know, existing. Right. And I wanted to start living. Ooh. Um, Ooh, okay. Yeah. Notable. So, you know, I mean, you're Mexican, so you can probably relate to this. I right. mean, I come from immigrant parents. And, right. you know, we live in a certain lifestyle where... Right you know if you don't have papers you don't mm. you know you have to drive a certain way to like not, not get pulled over you don't really travel you don't you know open your mind to other things and right. i really wanted to break that right. i wanted to you know show my family what i can do with um the sacrifices that they've made mm. to come to this country to give us a better life so um i've just been grinding and honestly like my grandparents and my parents are my biggest motivation to yeah. you know move forward and um, break the stereotype you know not only um as like latin people but as a woman as well you know there's a stereotype that women can't run businesses because they're too emotional but i think with the right mindset and Mm -hmm. the right people around you there's nothing you can't do
0: that's beautiful that you it's beautiful that you mentioned that because i think you are Mm -hmm. a living proof that that anything is possible really and Mm -hmm. that you know, it doesn't matter if you're male, female, it doesn't matter if you're Latino, Latina, it doesn't matter what you are. Mm-hmm. If you focus again, like I mentioned earlier, if you focus on something so much, you're going to make it happen. Right now, I want to dive a little bit deeper on on what you're saying about breaking that stereotype, because I know that in itself, um, in the business world, being a woman is mm-hmm. something that's difficult um, and it's been made difficult. Right. Uh, I think that times are changing and we're starting to see a lot more of the female entrepreneurs and we're starting to see more of the female business owners. We're starting to see more of that that woman empowerment, which I extremely, extremely back up. And I love seeing right. because I think it's beautiful. We're starting to see things from a different lens. So what I, what would you say has been your biggest challenge um, being in the business world?
2: Wow, um, that's a good question, because in business there's many challenges. Right. But I must say. The the top two would be one this pandemic that we've been going through right. it's been very difficult um you know the uncertainty of it right you know um in the beginning of my business career as well i was actually running the business with my partner at the time uh-huh. um partner as in boyfriend mm-hmm. um and i think that was like probably one of the most difficult things because you know having your partner in business and in bed is extremely hard like yeah. how do you separate the two yeah you know, everybody knows that you have to do that, but how do you do that? Right. You know, and um, I want to say that's probably like one of the one of the two biggest challenges for me.
0: Right. So yeah. when you say running your business with your with your boyfriend at that time was was it difficult to separate? Like, let's say for example, because I'll say this: if if there's let's talk about this podcast, for example, if there's something about the podcast that I'm doing incorrectly, mm-hmm. Regal puts me on check. If there's something that rigo's doing incorrectly i put him on check brissette will pull our ears as well you know what i mean yeah um so was it ever awkward when like you maybe weren't doing something to what he was considering correct or maybe he was doing something that you were considering Vice incorrect? Versa. was it ever like a, a was there ever kind of like arguments based on that yeah 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 I, I can imagine that.
2: and and you know it's when when you're in love with someone it's like you're emotionally attached to that person, of course, right? So yeah. when they turn on that business mode and yeah. they start, you know, it's more like business and you know direction and things like that. It's like, why are you talking to me like that? <laughs> you I know, you. or like, <laughs> wait, you know, you know yeah, what I mean? So I get what you're saying. It's, it it gets tough, you know. Yeah,
0: because you're not you're not used to. uh <laughs> I'm sure you're not used <laughs> to hearing them speak to you in a specific way or, or be assertive in their mm-hmm. in their in their you know language or, or yeah. be be uh. I guess approaching things with a different mindset. So I think uh, I understand 100%. I mean, I, I don't know if I would ever be able to run a business with mm-hmm. my significant other. Um, I think that would be a difficult thing. You know yeah. what I mean? I think there would have to be a lot of like, OK, from this time to this time, there's no business talk. From yeah, this time to this time, like, and the difference can...
2: is too that, like with the business that I run, it's a it's a woman business. It's a people right. mm-hmm. business. And what kind you of business know, is it? it's a eyebrow shaping salon gotcha. so i'm in the beauty industry mm-hmm. yeah um so you know we're dealing with women day in and day out mm-hmm. women they go through their menstrual cycles they Ooh. go through they go through life mm-hmm. as well so yeah. you Happens. know sometimes cuz he was running a lot of like the front desk you know situation uh-huh. so you know women can be catty and they can be snappy and they can have their little attitudes and then work is over and he has to deal with me and Holy i can yeah. probably be you know yeah. tired or emotional or you know, and it's like that's yeah. a lot as well. So that kind of had, you know,
0: its effect conflict. on him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, I, I can, I can imagine that, and I'm sure that was a uh, kudos to the guy for putting up with it for you know while he was doing it because yeah. I'm sure that that's also a, a difficult thing. I was talking to Rigo about this earlier as well. I think we uh we have a lot of conversations not only about life but also yeah. you know business and stuff and. I think uh, you know I was I was sharing him with him too some things that you know I go through and things that he goes through with his girlfriend you know things that I go through with my right. my girl as well and we're just like they're very similar and i can only imagine what it would be like running a business going through that so yeah, it's yeah
1: tough. that's uh that's a tough one huh yeah
2: Did a lot of praying yeah <laughs> if i wasn't close to god before i now i am there now like-
1: <laughs> well we're on the topic of business right now i also wanted to ask you like you're not just necessarily in the brow business but you're actually in the brow business for celebrities as well right yes you've had a lot of clients from different uh celebrity status also influencers of different status right so when you Obviously, when you start off in your business venture, you don't necessarily have this as necessarily a goal that happens to you. So how did you actually venture into that area?
2: Yeah, um, good question. So I feel like God has blessed me throughout my entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, I never wanted to be famous or, you know, have the recognition that I do mm-hmm. for the work that I do. But I think just being a good person and doing good work um, word of mouth is everything. Absolutely. You know, and you know, like I said, I come from Ventura County. I went to beauty school here and I knew when I started doing my craft, I knew that my work belonged in LA. I knew that it was worth so much more than what people were willing to pay here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I that's when I decided like after beauty school I'm gonna you know, I'm gonna knock this out and I'm gonna move to LA.
0: Yeah.
2: And I did. I I you know Literally I think it was like 2 months after graduating I was already in LA. Hmm. And um I had got a job out there and I was commuting from Oxnard mm-hmm. to Venice every single day in my little carcanchita <laughs> that it would That's break down on me of going up that ca- Camarillo yeah. Hill. Yeah. <laughs> it would break down on me but you know I I made it to work whether it was late but I was there and I did that for like a two like two months consecutively and then yeah. I was like I need to move so I found a spot and I I just I you moved made it happen. and luckily you know I had a lot of support from mm-hmm. my friends and family and like just the people that have become my clients here and they still to this day come to me every single weekend. I, I see, see Oxnard, Oxnard, Ventura, Santa Barbara. Yeah, I
0: see people on my Instagram <laughs> that yeah. post your work all the time. I got my eyebrows done by you one time. I yes. think it was when I it was, was here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when you were doing. I think you were doing them here in Oxnard. Yeah, it was like at a, a friend's weekend or something. house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I remember I was like, that. come
2: through, you were scared. You were like, oh my yeah. God, I've never done this before. You're like, I do I threading. You're like, no, we're going to get you off there. Yeah, because
0: I was threading and <laughs> now I don't. Now I do it myself. I mean, I... Uh- I don't need too much shaping. I don't think. Look, they're let okay. Me judge you. All right. Let me. just <laughs> wait. he has a hat let on. Let me hide my. Eyebrows. Right, I was like, wait, that, that hat's
2: a little too low. Yeah. Let me
0: hide my eyebrows from her before I get chopped up here on the on the pod, dude. But um, I remember getting my eyebrows then, and I thought they were the most on fleek I've ever had them, on dude. Fleek. Like I, I had, I had. Wait, you gotta tell
2: my mom what on fleek means. On fleek, on point.
0: Uh-huh. They looked badass. They they were on point. They were nice. Yeah, chingonas. You know what I mean. Chingonas. Yes. <laughs> they were good. No, I've really. Seen. They were they were probably the. Uh, the best i've ever had my eyebrows in Mm -hmm. man i feel good i feel good i'm not gonna lie but (laughs) i think it was more because um i've realized that because i've seen some of your work i've seen some of the the posts and some i've seen the process of when you do them Mm -hmm. and i think it was more because you might have a better understanding of how facial shapes work and like how eyebrow things i've seen some people get Mm -hmm. really technical but i've seen Mm -hmm. you at work and damn it you look like a mad scientist you know what i mean i'm doing your thing like (laughs) Like I, I see you doing your thing, girl, I'm and I'm like, honored. yeah, no, I've I've seen it, so I think it's really good. Cool. Yeah. It shows the passion. Absolutely. You know? It shows the passion and the craft. Yeah. And uh, I'm I sure hope we hope so
2: because would... I put my all into those brows. No, well, you know what? It just
0: it it your your level of success, I think, and all the accolades that you've added to your repertoire, I think, are uh, are definitely proof of of the hard work. Now, I wanna. We talked about the business. We talked yes. a little bit about your inspiration and 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 kind of where you got started and all that, but I want to know exactly at what moment you knew, well, I want to do eyebrows. I know that you said you were trying to find what you were doing mm-hmm. or what mm-hmm. you were trying to you were wanting to stop existing and you wanted to start living and doing what you were put on this earth to do, right? But where was the moment that you said, "Ah, you know what I'm good at this? Like what sparked that? Mm-hmm. What sparked that like like, oh shit, maybe I'm good at eyebrows. Yeah like what sparked? Because I think that's an art in itself?
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, growing up, especially in The um, Western civilization world that we Mm -hmm. live in, Mm -hmm. you're trained to like know what you want to do after high school. So you feel that like pressure, like, oh my God, what am I going to do? Am I going to be a doctor? Am I going to be a dentist? Like, what is it? You know, so I was, because I didn't know what I wanted to do, Mm -hmm. I was going to kind of fall into my mom's footsteps and go in the medical field because you always need people in the medical field. Mm -hmm, So, but it, it wasn't something that I wanted to do. Right. You know, it was just more of like a pressure. And so what had happened was that for my high school graduation, Mm -hmm. I wanted to get my eyebrows done. I grew up, you know, with my grandma, and she's Mm -hmm. very old school. Um, So she's like, no makeup, no shaving, no tampons, like nothing, you know? Old school stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so I literally begged her, like, Mom, please (laughs) let me get my eyebrows done. And, you know, she ended up taking me to some random threading spot center point mall (laughs) if you know you know Throwback. and so Layla's, the famous Layla. sorry to put my mouth but hey hey, thank you guys (laughs) yeah if you're watching this um they butchered my brows and i mean like completely wait and this
0: was for your graduation
2: this was for my graduation (laughs) i literally cried and the bad eyebrow that i had at that moment no i mean it's funny now but i was mortified like brow (laughs) trauma is so real um the, the side that um, was really messed up, like, higher and just thinner, I ended up getting bangs. So I have, like, a little bangs in my graduation picture because it was no, that bad. Really? And I was like, hell no. There's no way. Like, I'm going to take these into my own hands. So yeah. what I did is I grew them out. And I remember, like, going into my grandma's room and, like, finding her little pinzas yeah. and little tweezers. And I just, I got up in the, in the bathroom uh, window. And whatever I did to one side, I did exactly the same to the other side. And I've always been, like, a perfectionist. Like, yeah. I was good at geometry with angles and symmetry and all that. So I think it just kind of went hand in hand. So yeah, I ended up with, like, two symmetrical brows. And, you understood shapes, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, like, right after high school, you still have all your friends. Right. So I was, like, you know, seeing my friends. I was going out, blah, 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 blah. People were like, where do you get your eyebrows done? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I actually do them myself. So that's when people started, like, you know being interested in like me doing their brows, so I was popping up to like kitchens and laying them on my sofa and just like come through you know my tias talk about it to this day (laughs) I'm like yes and so you know word of mouth it was just like at that moment I was like okay like I'm doing it for free because I like to do it right but I can actually create a business out of this
1: yeah. So and that I was, was the tweezing moment where you at realized this, the potential?
2: That is the moment that okay. I realized like, wow, like I'm getting a lot of good feedback. They started sending me their friends and oh yeah. hey, my mom. And I was like, Okay, cool. Well, I'm gonna take this halfway serious. So I, you know, went up to Lou Ross Academy here in Ventura uh-huh. and you know, I just went and I was like inquiring about what they offered and right. I signed up that day. And I took my papers home and I, I figured it out. And um, they were like, you know, if you are here full time, you can graduate in about five months. Mm-hmm. And I knocked it out four and a half months. I was out of there. But in beauty school is where I learned how to wax, which changed the entire game because I was just tweezing. Mm-hmm. And that's where I was like, OK, I need to open up an Instagram. I need to post all my before and afters. Yeah. Um, And then just invite everyone in. I mean, brows there were like mm-hmm. six, eight dollars. Yeah. And every 30 minutes, it was like, Giselle, you have a client waiting. Giselle, you have a client waiting. So, like, by the end of my term of, like, school, everybody knew who I was. I was doing the, the office ladies' brows. You know, people, they didn't trip on what I was wearing and how long my nails were because they knew that Giselle was just here to do brows. Yeah. She didn't care about facials. She didn't care about anything. It was just like, boom, boom, boom. You were there to get your certification mm-hmm. and you're out. Yeah. So.
0: That is so badass. You found yeah. something that, wow, you found something that you were great at. <laughs> yes. And I think it goes back to, like, you know, you you... Like you said, you were good at geometry. You understood shapes, mm-hmm. and I think that's really what it was. And then also, it helps a lot that you were, you know, you continue to be a perfectionist. Yeah. I'm telling you guys, mm-hmm. I've had my eyebrows done by this girl. It's next level. Ooh. You're out here. This is like she's like the Tesla of eyebrows. I swear, <laughs> she's like, mm-hmm. yeah. And I don't mean. I love that it. I'm not brown nosing here, guys. Believe me, I'm not brown nosing. i I'm, 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 I bought. Don't into hype the, me up, Rico. No, I bought into the product. <laughs> I bought into it. So yeah, that's super cool. And it, it's really cool. If I may, it's really cool that that. You started where you started. You started doing eyebrows in kitchens. You started doing eyebrows at Lou Ross, and it all came. All of this came from. I mean, realistically, now we're laughing at it. Brow trauma. Yeah, brow (laughs) trauma. (laughs) Yes. Horror story.
2: Oh my god! Every time I pass by, I'm like.
0: You cringe. (laughs)
2: <laughs> like I wanna find that girl and be yeah, like, Thank you. you Thank, Thank you, you.
0: <laughs> look at me now. Yeah. But but look, she went she went listen to this, Rigo. She went from this man mm-hmm. and now she's uh, dude, she's got a place you're on you're on Melrose. I mean Melrose, we're not talking that's no joke. This is in LA. You know, if, if you guys know what Melrose is I mean, this is like the pinnacle. No, they of, know what Melrose is. Okay. You guys know what Melrose is. Y'all know where this is at
2: Come on. That's y'all where, know where I'm yeah, at. Y'all know where she's at. Come on. Don't you be playing
0: Um, this is like the pinnacle of pinnacles, man. Yeah. This is that, that place is I love Melrose. Like As do when I. I. I
2: first moved there I spent a lot of time there and I think that's yeah. why like I mm-hmm. decided to choose Melrose because I was getting my nails done there. Mm -hmm. I was grabbing coffee. I was meeting up for lunch. I was shopping. And I noticed that, I mean, there's a bunch of murals and, you know, all that type of cool stuff. So I noticed that a lot of tourists would go there and they're just, you know, taking pictures Mm -hmm. and like the TMZ buses would pass by. And I'm like, "Mm," I remember I was having coffee with myself one day and I was like, I want to be known worldwide. Like, where can I be where I can? people can pass by and recognize my logo or yeah. my name and it just like clicks they may not come in but i want them to know my name yeah and now i mean i can pop up in new york i can pop up in miami atlanta mm-hmm. i've had students fly in from africa to train so i've seen that it's like it's slowly coming along yeah you know i've I've manifested something that i've always wanted to so malrose yeah, is boom. dope like we should go grab yeah. a drink one day. Then. No, I, I, <laughs> I'm
0: always down, Jiz. You, just, All you got to do is let me know. I'm always in L.A. Half, I'm, half time I'm living here, half time I'm in the valley. Yeah. So I'm always out there. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I love L.A. And What I like about Melrose in itself is just it's um, I feel like there's L.A., there's downtown L.A., and then there's Melrose, and then you have Beverly Hills. But I think Melrose in itself, that street, it's, it's just a different vibe there. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very different. I've I've had drinks there, I've shopped there, I've and and I feel like when I'm on Melrose, it's like you're in a different world. Like yeah. everybody it, it's what I really enjoy about that area is that it's super artsy, like it's super full of like uh um creatives. Yes. There's a ton of creatives Absolutely. in that area. It's so fun. And there. Every single time that I've been there, there's somebody filming something. Yeah. And that's what I, I enjoy <laughs> filming. I mean I vlog i do the videos we have the podcast so i'm anything Mm -hmm. that's creative i love and i just i soak all of that in i love photography and i'm always seeing people do stuff out there Um, super dope so yeah so i think it's a really cool spot to be so kudos to you for
1: doing that yeah the the beauty industry is a very interesting thing because it's just constantly growing you know as we as time passes people men and women it started with women but now men are becoming a lot more conscious of the way they look, especially their eyebrows, right? Mm-hmm. Like, back then, I would have never got like, I would say 10 years ago, I would have never gotten my eyebrows done. Now, I'm kind of considering it because I was like, wow, well, I don't know, you know? <laughs> I don't know how my face looks. She's judging you. No right? She might be. I, I When she walked in, I was like, oh, my God. You know, <laughs> you know I try to be
2: good. I try to, like, clock out and oh, wow. be like, look, Giselle, you're not working yeah. right now. Just stop. <laughs> Take mm-hmm. your eyes somewhere else.
1: <laughs> yeah, there you go. But it's
2: so hard. People like, don't look at my eyebrows. I'm like, I can't. Exactly. I can't not look at your brows. It's like
1: that's that's your it's thing. the most
2: important thing uh, next yeah, to teeth like your... I
1: have... yes no no she, yes. she just hit the point that i was trying to make right now so the beauty the, the beauty industry is very interesting but if you you picked eyebrows and it's very interesting that you picked it and it kind of landed on you by mistake but not necessarily by mistake because it was intentional right like you said you can hide your nails you can hide you know you can put on a hat you can do a lot of different things with other parts of the beauty industry right. but the thing that you can't hide are your eyebrows Especially
2: your, now with these masks. All you see is eyes and yeah. brows. So
1: Exactly. There's, there's this really funny <laughs> meme that started trending a couple of years ago. It's mom over there coming. <laughs> like, Don't look
2: at my brows. Okay, I did not do her brows, okay? <laughs> you need to hook mom up. <laughs> she did not.
1: You need to hook mom up, okay? My
2: grandma, Mia, mi abuelita, siempre dijo que los necios les va mal. Shout out to Mama Soto. So, uh, that's all I'm going to say. Oh. <laughs> I couldn't wait, so I went to a... The
1: in well, there we you- go. Oh, no. <laughs> and no! have red eyebrows. Mira, yo no hey, digo it nada. Is it, is. it is what it is. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> shout out to Mama Soto. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, the point that I was trying to make is the fact that eyebrows are always there. They're always going to be noticed. Like you said, like your teeth. They're always going to yeah. be noticed. So, if they're not on point, people are going to notice. So, it's very of interesting course. that you decided to make that shift there. And not only that, but at, as you started learning about it, before it started really hitting its peak now it's a trending topic a lot mm-hmm. of different um places like nail nail salons they can go they can become very popular they can kind of grow in hype same thing with hair salons but the yeah. things that's really trending right now that everybody needs like everyone says i need my girl i need my girl i need my guy it's i need my eyebrow person yeah they need you need somewhere that really understands the shape the geometry and is able to really make you look great in it so it's just interesting how you landed in that specific industry Absolutely. But not only that, how you also like took it above and beyond and kinda like mastered your craft. And not only that, I wanted to transition to the fact that there's a lot of people that do eyebrows, right? Mm-hmm. But there's not that as many people that do eyebrows with your clout. Like I type in Giselle Soto, you oh, have yeah. you have girl mob shouting you out, let me see what Dude, else you, you have over cl- here. You've
0: got your PR is on point. on point, on <laughs> point.
1: Believe me, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I, I work. I shoot
0: y'all. The, Beauty the, independent. I have a PR have agent right here, and my PR isn't that lit. Team oh boy. I God. thought I was. I thought I was cool when I got published <laughs> you're on cool, Getty Rico. Images. I think you're. I, cool. thought,
2: I think you're dope.
0: I appreciate that. So. Thank you so much. I thought I was told up but let me say this. I thought mm-hmm. I was cool when I got published on Getty Images. I was like, okay. That's
2: dope. Okay. I haven't done that.
0: But yeah, that's dope. But you look, yeah, but I look up just just the name Giselle Soto. I'm like, boom, 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 boom. Oh snap! There's like
1: host i don't even know what article to read like, there's like so many of them <laughs> exactly you. yeah. you're Appreciate verified that. and you're vetted by very respected publication yeah. services so I, my, I guess my question is how do you transition from being the brow artist that's good at her craft to the brow artist that everybody knows you said earlier i want to be worldwide how do you transition to being worldwide
2: Uh let's see um how did that transition happen um it's it happened slowly mm-hmm. and right before my eyes. Like, I still,
1: like, still being right from the
2: inside looking out,
1: mm-hmm. like,
2: I'm not where I want to be. But, you know, like, hearing you guys right now and just, like, the feedback that I get from clients and, you know, like, my brow fans and things like that, like, it, I realize it's so much different from the outside looking in. And I'm like, yeah. wow, like, I've really come so far, yeah. you know? And when I think, like, how did that happen? I think just consistency
1: yeah.
2: and believing in yourself. Like, even to this day, no matter how big i am in the brow world like i still talk to people about myself and i still invite them in and i Mm. still do free work because there's a lot of like people who don't believe in getting their brows done or waxed yeah you know so i'm always like hmm like you don't know like come in get your brows done free first time on me Come you to the dark side they're gonna be hooked and they're a client for life yeah you know and i think just having like being yourself and being um you know humble Mm -hmm. and just yourself like i feel like that's gotten me further than talent can ever get me
0: yeah you know so you hit something that i think is really important and i feel like a lot of people with talent and a lot of people with true talent have uh compared to people that want that that want the fame because there's people that that we work just to work and really to provide our service and to perfect our craft Mm -hmm. and then there's people that do it for the clout right right and I think that the reason why you've seen so much success in in again to what I consider a very quick time is because of that, because you've you've just given blindless like like given in a blind way to where you're just you're not expecting to receive from what you give, you know what yeah. I mean and I think that really uh that takes you a lot further than than anything else. and then also you're um I think you have a really cool vibe in the sense that your personality isn't you know you're the shit but you don't let that get in the way yeah. and that doesn't make you like like look at people like over your shoulder like nah like you're you're willing to to do that yeah and the reason sure. why i say that as well and, and one of the things that i that i have noticed that i saw that took you to the other side of the us too was i don't know i don't know if you went or people came mm-hmm. but you i saw that you also did um you did you you teach people what you do yeah. you've taught people right mm-hmm. and you've traveled to teach people what you're doing I think that goes to show that you're uh you're really just here trying to not only put people on Mm -hmm. but also again perfect your craft and i think that's really what what is taking you that far and and what makes you a very approachable person not only in business but i mean i can say it as a friend you know what i mean like a very approachable person and i think that's uh i think it's beautiful what you're doing honestly thank
2: you thank you no i I live for this i mean i teach because To be honest, I can't do everybody's eyebrows, (laughs) you know? So why be greedy? And there's enough room for everybody to win. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I like to also teach entrepreneurship. So my classes are not just, hey, this is how I do brows. Mm -hmm. And then, okay, you figure it out. Like, Mm -hmm. I always try to teach entrepreneurship because I feel like that's the way to go. You know, um, I've worked for people in the past and I can honestly say I will never do it again. and then also i have a lot of women who look up to me and i think Mm -hmm. you know right now just the world that we live in how it how it's set up you know um i feel like any woman can win you know and i i push forward because i'm like okay well how can i lose i'm latina i'm young i'm a woman like the woman empowerment right now is so big yeah so you can literally do anything like you can create mass you know, people will support you. Yeah. You know, so I just I wanna I want to like keep the legacy going. Yeah. You know, I wanna I think I feel like when you're blessed, you're you're supposed to bless other people. I mean, that's that's how I was raised. You know, like mm-hmm. cuando dios te bendice, tienes que you know pasar la bendición. Yeah. Yeah. And yep. qué te cuesta? You know.
0: i with you. And Man I got I the chills when you said that because that's literally what what you know that that's what I'm on. Yeah. If you have that blessing, you got to pass that blessing. Yeah. We're not we're not blessed to keep the blessing. Right. You know, you get blessed and then you're like, "All right, who who else can I put on? Mm-hmm. Who else can I help to get to this level?" And I think I want to talk about what you just said right now. You said that you teach entrepreneurship. I want to congratulate you because you started doing something that a lot of people um hit up my friend Rego here for which is online marketing, right? And you, yeah. you said it, and I think, I think you, you realized that at a very strategic point in your career mm-hmm. that it, it helped boom this, this, uh, this thing that, that you've created. And, and that was, you knew that you had to get an Instagram. You knew that you had to post on social media. So I want to know, what, what, did you speak to someone about marketing or was this just something that came second nature to you?
2: See, I, I feel like I'm a networker at heart. Mm-hmm. So even since I was little, like I've always surrounded myself with older people, people in business, and I've always been like that girl who asks questions, mm-hmm. you know? And, you know, <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> I was a chismosita, yeah, yeah. literally. You know, like, how did, so how did you, you know, how did you get to where you are? Right. How much like did this cost? And like, what did you do? to like get there. Mm -hmm. And I think by, you know, asking all those questions, I kind of like thought about everything on my own and then it helped me move forward. But I've met, you know, amazing people in LA, Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people in the industry. So I feel like I've just gone off of the feedback. And honestly, Google has been my best friend since day one. Like, you don't know something, boom, 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 Google will tell you i think what that's what you a need tool. to do yeah that's <laughs> like a tool that should that... be my middle name by now <laughs>
0: google <laughs> i think that's a tool that a lot of people underestimate mm-hmm. i'll tell you this i learned everything i know how to put a po- when we started the podcast we didn't know what the fuck we were doing we didn't know anything excuse my language mom i'm sorry yeah uh, we didn't know what we were doing we just put two mics together. well let's youtube it dude we'll figure Averique it out Um, I think that's that that's a tool that, you know, both Google, YouTube and Mm -hmm. all these things. Those are tools that people underestimate a lot. People don't realize that uh, doing research on your own is is uh, probably going to propel you a lot further than getting the information given to you. Because why you're going to learn step by step how to do things. And that's uh, yeah, that's, that's 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 it's interesting to. To hear that you know a lot of the people that we've interviewed that we ask the questions like these yeah. that's a lot of the answers that we get yeah a lot i mean of the it's free
2: information that. why not yeah. hop on there and
0: just goes to show we're out. not lazy right we're yeah. here to uh we're here to get it popping and get working so exactly. how long have you been on uh, on melrose for
2: three years now
0: three years how would you say your business was affected when you st- when you when you <laughs> set up there because you said you wanted to be you uh you mentioned that you were at a coffee shop you were having coffee by yourself and mm. It just boom it came to you because you saw you know the, the tmz trucks going by you saw that it was a a touristy area and you saw that people were walking back and forth so how would you say from just i guess doing eyebrows at another place maybe or you were employed elsewhere like how did that change your business did you see like like did all of a sudden you start seeing a bunch of crazy income or like how did how did that how was that transition or for crazy you talk debt. To yeah, or crazy <laughs> debt yeah crazy debt because yeah but putting up a business is expensive but yeah should know it's, right. talk to me about it's
2: expensive that. um so just to kind of go back a little bit, um, when I first moved to L.A., I was working at a salon mm-hmm. um, out here in L- out in L.A. Mm-hmm. And then um, unfortunately, I had gotten fired from that job like mm-hmm. abruptly. So I had to figure it out. And at that time I was working. I mean, I was living at my studio in mm-hmm. L.A. And I was like, shit, I got to I have all these clients that were booked. Like, I need to figure it out. Right. You know, and so I quickly turned my studio into a brow like bar, like a brow bar and in two days i was like hitting everyone back and was like don't worry your appointment is still on the same day just let me know what time it is it's just going to be on a different location and there i was downtown buying chairs buying my wax pot everything i needed And i was like i don't care i'll just throw a rug right here and figure it out you know people were probably thinking like what is this girl doing like she's over here trapping so yeah um, i remember seeing
0: that Giselle. wow yeah, it's yeah <laughs> wow yeah that's that that is that is so badass. I remember seeing that, man. I remember seeing that on Instagram.
2: Yeah. And no one cared. Stuff. They were like, "Oh, your house perfect. Like, yeah. I just want my eyebrows done." Yeah. And so what I did is, I I set a goal. I set uh-huh. a goal, and I was like, "I'm gonna work from home for a year. I'm gonna save every single dollar, and I'm gonna be on Melrose. I would go to Melrose like almost every day after work and just drive by. I'm mm-hmm. like, where do I want to be? Like, how big do I want my space to be? Law of attraction. You know? Yeah, law of attraction. And so um yeah i saved up about eighty thousand dollars on my own in in that year and i was able to open that location with no loans no credit it was like all out of pocket and it was i was a little bit nervous because i mean being i think i was like what 20 at the time i didn't i didn't have any credit like
0: you were 20 when you opened up your shop in Naros.
2: I was 20 when I opened up a family. You guys
0: listening to this? Well, actually,
2: was... I was 21.
0: You guys listening to, to this? About to be 22. She was 21, about to be 22, when you yeah. guys are complaining. <laughs> she said, fuck excuses. I'm sorry for the language, mom. I'm, <laughs> wow, I apologize. That. I just, wow. I have the mouth of a sailor here. <laughs> she said, fuck your
1: excuses. She yeah. said, I'm going to do it. She said, I'm a badass. She said, I'm a chingona. <laughs> and look at you now. Not only that, what's even more impressive is that she did it with no debt no debt was that a concession, or did somebody guide you down that process because that's not something that most people usually do they ah, tend to right, take out a loan right. and then kind of front everything but you went in it with no debt you put yeah. it up upfront. front you set up your studio in order to cut all expenses that's very entrepreneurial like mm-hmm. that's not the gen- mentality of somebody that's planning to work for somebody else right. within you know their next few well, steps i
2: always i always say if if you're going into it in debt already your business is not ready. Mm. and that's that, that was big to me. And also being Mexican, I mean, I don't know if you can relate, but we don't believe in credit. We don't believe in owing anything. Ay, tarjetas de credito. Like, te vas a endeudar. Like, you know, that's how I grew up, that mentality. Yeah, but I it was the... like, I got to be different. <laughs> like, there has to be a way. Um, and now, of course, I have credit because you got to, you know, build you your business yeah, credit. Yeah. And <laughs> without credit, you're nothing in
0: Yeah, I remember my first US, credit. So. I got my ass beat when I got my first credit card. <laughs> I, my parents never bought a new car. Always paid cash, so yes. I get you. If we weren't taught these things, we weren't taught financial literacy. Mm-mm. So, man, this which is...
2: also the I don't know if you guys read this book, Rich Dad Poor Dad. Of
0: course, yeah, that's that, one of the ones that, that I have book in my was yep.
2: like life changing for
0: me. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot check of <laughs> yeah, Rich Dad Poor Dad. Y'all got to check that yeah, one out. If you, well, sure. I'm pretty sure. I mean, we got a list of a lot of high producing uh, uh, people on here, so we know that that most likely it's a book that they read. But if you haven't, y'all gotta definitely check yes. it out. Um, man, that's, that's insane. Shit. You, you set a goal and you made it freaking happen. That's, that's crazy, man. That there's no excuses out there, guys. I want you guys to understand that there is no excuses out there. You guys have to just, you guys have to just make it happen and you can't, you can't let any obstacle get in the way, right. any obstacle get in the way of your success and damn, you, you've been doing it. So talk to me about this now. What, what is your, what is your next step? See, so you have the PR to back you, you have the location, you made it happen. You're only 25. So what, what's the next step for Giselle Soto? What, what's next?
2: So I'm actually, I've been working on my own product line for the past two years. Um, it should launch early next year, you know, with the whole COVID situation, everything's been a little backed up. Yeah. But I've been putting my all into this makeup line. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be a vegan eyebrow um, product. Mm -hmm. So I have powder, gel. I mean, you name it, it'll be a part of the line. Um, And the cool thing about it is that it's going to be vegan, paraben-free, sulfate-free, talc-free. So not only is it going to fill in the brows, but it's also going to focus on healthy and growing brows at the same time. So that should launch top of next year. Um, My plan with that is to, you know, have it available in-store, online, and available for wholesale for my students who have their own salon, So they'll be able to, like, Sell it, sell it to their clients, and like slowly start spreading the word.
0: So that's the next thing. Your yeah. next step is that. That's that... the next thing. Wow, that's. Yeah. <laughs> are you hearing this, bro? Like she's she's this girl is on it, man. Not you stopping. Are... <laughs> that's good. That that is that is intense. Like it's intense, but in in, in a very good way because yeah. you're making again. You're making the best of it. You're one of my biggest um, reminders every single day. Is look, I only have one chance. Uh, I only have one chance at it. life, and. um, I mean, I've been through some shit growing up in South Oxnard. I've seen things, you know, I've uh, experienced things, didn't grow up in the best neighborhood. So I think that um, I, I consistently remind myself and and to see someone, you know, you're living proof of, of, I feel like I keep saying that in this podcast, guys, but I want you to understand that it's, it's important for you guys to believe in yourself. It's important for you guys to bet on yourself. And this is what hard work and dedication will get you. You know what I mean? You, you'll reach those goals. You just have to. You just have to focus and you have to want it more than anything else amen giselle that is
2: the thing you have to want it
0: yeah yeah you definitely do because you'll figure it out yeah like you shoot you said you got fired abruptly and and I, I praise the fact I that cried. you say that. <laughs> I, <laughs> I cried. bet because look you I was you like, left. What do
2: you mean? I'm the yeah. best, like.
0: Yeah, but I mean, who's on mirrors now? Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. <laughs> who's on mirrors now? Thought I was. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: that is so badass. That is so badass. No, you're right. One question that I want to ask you, just because just because it's one of the main things that came up in the front. We live in meme culture right now, and memes can have a big impact in things that happen in our career, you know. And one of the things is that. I saw a meme that went viral and it was associated with you. Yes. Can you tell us about that
2: one? <laughs> I still, to this day, mm-hmm. don't know how that happened. So
1: it wasn't intentional. It wasn't <laughs> Because you. I've
2: done so many great eyebrows yeah. and it's like out of all the brows, like they chose that one. And mm-hmm. I think someone just randomly took the picture of my work and turned it into a meme. And I, I remember waking up that night and I was like up 10,000 followers and I was like, in one oh, night like, <laughs> who, who tagged me like what happened you know like mm-hmm. did someone buy me some followers like wh- what's going on here but no i later found out that someone had turned it into a meme and mm-hmm. it just went viral i mean i don't even know what to say like
1: mm-hmm. and what kind of impact did that kind of like that kind of following having your career
2: it definitely made me a lot of money Mm-hmm. it people were coming in with screenshots like i want brows <laughs> like this
1: can i have this right here <laughs> yeah can i get this
2: and i'm like oh my god let me just sprinkle some magic on your eyebrows um, I would
1: have, I, my smart
0: ass probably would have walked in there saying hey can uh, i heard jesus does eyebrows here <laughs>
2: <laughs> the jesus <of> brows the
0: eyebrows <laughs> no um
2: but i mean that meme is it's crazy what it's done and and how the internet works and how it just like it's everywhere i mean that helped me also be known worldwide mm-hmm. like The student that i was telling you that came directly from the republic of congo in africa like i have a testimony where she says i was looking for these brow oops sorry i was looking for the artist who did these brows and my sister said giselle soto did those brows she's like i have to fly to to california and get my brows done so she spent the whole weekend with me
0: wow yeah that's oh man that's beautiful so they
1: drew all the way they flew all the way from africa all the way from africa to come learn from you
2: yeah she had she had a nail salon in africa and she was doing some construction expanding her salon and she wanted to add some services she was like I need to go train with the mess so yeah Dang, yeah. look at you So I that meme honestly like it changed my life too. It it definitely helped.
0: Yeah, that's a, no it's a funny one. <laughs> Jesus himself did these eyebrows. I just, and saw every it. now
2: and then it like randomly goes viral again. And I'm like, oh shit, there it goes again.
0: Watch it go viral after this podcast. Again. Right? <laughs> be tight. Be tight. Go on Google and search.
2: Yeah. Jesus did her brows. I'm shook. And yeah. it'll pop up.
0: Yeah. No, it's, it's insane. I saw it too. Um, when, when Rigo was doing some research uh-huh. on you, he saw, dude, she went viral because of this, uh, this, this meme. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> And I had totally <laughs> forgot about, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. And then he shows him like, oh, that's
2: mm-hmm. right. And
0: that was a while ago,
1: right? Yeah, it yeah. was
2: about, I mean, I did those brows, shoot, four years ago? Three, so it was four before you opened your shop? Before I opened my shop. Okay. Yeah. Dang. Yeah.
0: That's tight. That's, that's so dope. cool. Who would you say is your favorite, um, the favorite person that you've worked on? Or, or have you ever been, because I know that you work with a lot of big names. Mm-hmm. And you do a lot of uh, eyebrows for a lot of really cool people. Who would you say is like the 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 biggest name or the one where you were starstruck? Where you're like, oh, doing your eyebrows?
2: Um, wow, that's a hard one. Because all my, I mean, they're all really talented and great. Yeah. But um I must say, by far, Michelle Williams from Destiny's Child. Because I grew up on okay. Destiny's yeah.
0: Child. Yeah. I did. No way. <laughs> I'm you a did survivor. It. You know,
2: hey, like, yeah, I that, that song. song. Really. Oh, my God. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah no freaking way you mm-hmm. did her eyebrows yeah. that is yeah. so badass i've only i've i've myself have only been starstruck once and that was when i met john legend i was like having uh, wow. dinner next to him and i was like uh, uh, is that him is that the guy that sings ordinary people <laughs> right? so yeah you're I kinda, all staring yeah, at him <laughs> yeah like no i was trying not to i was trying not to when i met the guy i was just like act normal you're invited here yeah. you're part of the crowd right act right normal. right eat your food your your hand's not shaking you know what i mean so yeah, yeah, I try to. It that is so cool. That is yeah. so cool. Um, when it comes to when it comes to your your business, where would you ever consider making it a franchise, or would you ever consider opening up different shops?
2: You know, that's been a question that I've asked myself just throughout the career, because as you know, as a successful business, you want to you know keep growing and right. and expanding and doing all of that. But honestly, I've came to a conclusion that I want to stay you know, small and exclusive. Indeed. I don't ever want to lose that, like, personal touch with my mm. clients. And I'm not doing this to be rich. You know, I'm doing it because this is what I love to do. Mm. And, you know, maybe if the the name of the business was, like, Melrose Browse, something very general where, yeah. you know, if I had hired some girls and they messed up, you know, it nobody knows who to attack. But with my name, it's I'm you. really protectable for my name. Like, I've worked so hard to build a reputation and I pride myself on it. So. It, it. I'm so picky that I would. I. I don't think I would allow my name to be tarnished, or, you know, just. I don't. Yeah, I don't think I would.
0: Okay. So <laughs> and, as as of right now, your your goal is just to continue stay boutique.
2: Yeah. So I'm gonna stay small. You know, I think with the launch of the product and you know me giving classes, which will I will eventually have um, an eyebrow academy. Mm-hmm. Um. That's the legacy I want to leave. Okay. Um. I think that's sufficient enough. You know, like, I just, I want to be able to, like, live a comfortable life where, you know, I can buy a nice bed and rest at night and, you know, travel and and, and enjoy the fruits of my labor and, you know, raise my children and give them Mm -hmm. a life that I never had. Yeah. And that's it. Like, I don't, I mean, I, I bought one pair of Louis Vuittons and I wore them the day of my grand opening for an hour and I haven't worn them since because they're so uncomfortable. Yeah. But it's like, you know, when you come from nothing, you learn to appreciate anything you have. So. Agreed. I mean, I think think I'm satisfied.
0: Yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. I I can truly appreciate, as an entrepreneur, I can truly appreciate what you're doing and how you're doing it. And I get it. You want to have control over your name and your brand. And I think that's important. I think a lot of people get lost in that. This is a part of the podcast where we give you the opportunity to share with everyone, you know what, where we can find you. Talk to us uh, what, if, if some of these ladies or, or some of the gentlemen that are on here want to want to seek some uh, some some of the services from the goat. <laughs> of course, the eyebrow of course. Goat, where can we find you? Drop <laughs> well, your tags. You
2: can find me anywhere. Literally. Um, I'm at 7813 Melrose Avenue in Los Angeles. I'm on Instagram under Giselle Soto Brows. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. I mean, anywhere you can find me send your wife your cousins your friends (laughs) anyone your boyfriend whatever you know
0: (laughs) hell yeah there you guys have it Come my way there you guys have it that's where we can find her
2: mi casa es tu casa
0: there we go (laughs) last but not least one piece of advice for somebody that's out there thinking about becoming an entrepreneur or thinking about taking that leap of faith what would you say
2: um my advice to anyone wanting to become an entrepreneur is one pick Pick one thing that you want to do and be the best you can be. Don't try to do a lot of things at once. Don't try to do hair, makeup, nails. Just because you want to offer all of that, stick to one thing. Do your research. Become an expert. Know everything. Nobody can tell you anything about what you do. Stay focused. Stay consistent. And get up every day and kill it.
0: Oh, yeah. There you guys have it. With that being said, we thank you guys so much for tuning in. Giselle, we loved having you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We'll see you guys on the next pod. Peace. Peace.